Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon. And transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite. You are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. With Shannon Davis. Good morning, everybody. My name is Shannon Davis, the Omega Man, and welcome to our live show. One minute until showtime. Good morning, Sister Vils. How you doing? Good morning, Brother Shannon. I'm doing well. How are you, sir? Hey, doing great. Okay, we're about Praise 60 seconds out. Everybody, we're just setting up, and uh, welcome to today's program. Today is October 24th, 2023. We're going to do... Um, four shows today and if you're here for the first time welcome aboard all of our regular folk welcome back our website of course uh, omegamanradio.com check it out well how's the audio coming through okay yes sir it sounds real good and clear all right you sound great give it just another second or so and we'll be ready to go okay I got here just a minute early, just waiting on Blog okay. Talk to catch up with us. Right, Folks, I just um, realized I'm not on my Ethernet. Your show will Shannon. go live in five Should I change seconds? it? Four, oh, sure. Can you plug three, it? Three, okay. two, yes, let me plug one. It in. Great. 
That'll give you uh, Radio. That'll give you solid internet. Sometimes Wi-Fi okay. works, and other times it doesn't work so great. Yes, but, uh, I just plugged in, and I think we're good. Praise the Lord. Okay, praise God. Okay, and we got our cue to roll. Sister Vells, welcome aboard. Would you like to open us up in prayer? Yes, sir. Father God, we love you, and we just thank you, Lord, for this time. And thank you for the time of fellowship, Lord, and thank you for this day that you've given us, Father. And we just ask now as we go into the word of the Lord that you will bless and minister, Lord God, that you have your way. Father, minister to each and every one that will uh, gather this morning and for all of the broadcasts that are coming. Lord God, we thank you for the men and women of God. We thank you for Brother Shannon, Lord God, and we just ask now that your perfect complete and whole will be done. We bind every evil working of the enemy in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father God, that, uh, Lord God, that and we trust you, Lord, to have your way today, Father God. And, Lord God, let your perfect, complete, and whole will be done in the mighty name of Jesus. Minister, Father, as only you can. And we thank you and we praise you for it all. In Jesus' mighty, wonderful name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Welcome. Sister Vils, and uh, for those that may be tuning in for the first time, tell us about your ministry and how they can find you on the web. Yes, sir. Well, the name of our ministry is Set Free Outreach Ministries. We are located in the Oklahoma region in Blackwell, Oklahoma. That's where our physical location is. And Brother Shannon, this is our 11th year of ministry uh, as far as pastoring and, and, you know, leading God's people. It has been a journey and it is a journey. We thank God for it, for everything that God is doing. So if anyone would like to know more about our ministry, you can go to Set Free Outreach Ministries ministries.org also we are on youtube uh, apostle deborah Vales is the youtube channel we come on monday through friday set free live we also um, stream our live services from our service our uh, sanctuary here in blackwell all on youtube um, we have been on facebook um, at times we are uh, i'm not a facebook person anymore much brother shannon but you know the presence is there in my family i want to say this real quick about my family uh we had we had stopped broadcasting and uh, the lord really kind of checked me and just before my cousin died and the lord said you need to share your your the messages that i'm giving you and so i did that and i'm thankful for my family that the lord is reaching them and they're coming to the lord i'm so grateful so you know a lot of times um We may want to shy away from some of these uh, social platforms, uh, but I think that if we just use it for the glory of God, the Lord will minister. So having said that, um, some of my family is able now to view, and and I've gotten response from that, and I'm thankful for it. I do give God praise, honor, and glory for everything that he is doing. Uh, If anyone would like to email us, though, let me say this before I go forward. You can do that, setfreeblackwell at gmail.com. And uh, that's a way if you have questions, comments, you want to know more about our ministry, or we do have Zoom, we, we, we do have that open uh, for all of our services, and sometimes people want to come in that way. So just email us, and we'll get all that information to you. But it is a blessing, and it is an honor to be with you, Brother Shannon. And I really do thank God for even all the prayers that people have been praying because of our recent loss, and I'll be 
uh, going to my hometown to funeralize my cousin uh, this coming week on Monday. And so uh, we, we ask your prayers for that. And we're trusting the Lord to save, deliver, and heal. So I'm looking forward to have a homegoing celebration, but also church. And I believe someone's going to give their life to the Lord Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Praise, Praise the, the Lord. Lord. That is awesome report there. And I agree with you. Um, use every platform that is available. Um, harvest fields are white and the workers are few. And um, praise God, we've got more opportunity today to reach people than ever before. Well, with that, uh, the mic is yours, Sister Vils, and welcome back. Thank you, Brother Shannon. So today, as I asked the Lord what I was to share, and I believe I may have shared some of this before, but in not in the way I believe we're going to do it. You know, Brother Shannon, one of the things that's important is when we find that we're in warfare, uh, we need to know how to pray and pray effectively. And so one of the ways we do that is by declaring the names of God because they're weapons. And so I want to share some of the names of God that we can pray, declare, decree. And when we understand God and who he is and how he fights for us, it really gives us encouragement. So I want to share a little bit of that. And then we're going to we will pray for the people uh, as well, Brother Shannon, if that if that is OK. We just want to give some tools today. So this message is going to be entitled Weapons of War, Declaring the Names of God. Weapons of War, Declaring the Names of God. So the first one I want to talk about is the word Abba. Abba is Father, and it's very personal when you say Abba. uh, Maybe some of us may not be used to having a father. I wasn't raised with my father, for example, so I don't really know what a what it is to have a father, my natural father in my home and all of that, but the Lord gave me a God daddy uh, and, and, and then other people in my life that really could be what my dad wasn't, and I'm not degrading my father. He's gone on now to be with the Lord, and I honored him and respected him. He was a good man. He just didn't do some of the things that maybe daddy should have done. Uh, But anyway, God is our Abba. And Romans 8.15 says, For we have not received the spirit of bondage, again to fear, but we have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. So when one is adopted into a family, they're brought in. Some adoptees feel rejection in the natural because they may sense a feeling of there's something missing, all of this, you know, due to rejection, abandonment. So sometimes people have a little bit of an issue even after they've been adopted. Um, But in God's family, we're brought in because of the blood of Jesus. And Abba is, is very dear to me because that lets me know I have a father. So I'm not destitute. I'm not without. And you're not without. You may not know your natural father, but you can know father. And the Lord will help us in these ways. And if there are things that you need forgiveness and maybe deliverance and healing on, the Lord will will give that. He'll put that in your life. And so, uh, Abba. So 
Romans 8, 15, when you pray, Father, I thank you that you're my Abba. Hallelujah. You're my Father. And God will reveal who he is in your life. So if there is a deficiency in that area, mama, daddy, visit with the Lord about it and ask God to help you. It will be a weapon when you understand who God is in your life. So you don't have to stay in that deficiency. You know, uh, when I was coming up at different things, the Lord put me in such a wonderful church. So I didn't have a need to lack because God filled those areas and he's continuing to do that. So understand, beloved, Romans eight fifteen. God is your Abba. Number, I want to go to another one. Another one that we hear all the time is Alpha and Omega, Revelation 21 and 6. So if you write these scriptures down, you can go back to them. So Revelation 21 and 6 says this. He said, he said unto me, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. Now, isn't it something that because of the blood of Jesus, again, we can drink of the waters of life freely when we come to God, we give our life over to him, knowing that he is our alpha, beginning, he's omega, the end. But guess what? He's everywhere in between. So there is no reason for us to be deficient in the Lord. Powerful weapon. Thank God that he's your Abba. Thank God that he's Alpha and Omega. Another one I want to say, Revelation 3 and 14, he is the Amen. Now, I didn't know that this was a prayer, but Revelation chapter 3, verse number 14. I love this. Revelation 3 and 14 says, I hope I have. Yeah, I have the right one. And unto the angel of the church of the of the Laodiceans write, these things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. Jesus was in the beginning with the Father, of course. He's the word. Hallelujah. He's the way. He's the truth. He's the life. He's the Amen. So, you know, when God says something, Amen, so be it. Come on now. Amen. You may not want to agree with some of the amens. Amen. But when the Lord even checks us, amen. When he corrects us, amen. When he gives us, amen, goodly things, amen. The blessing of the Lord, amen. Oh, my. Declare it as a weapon. My, my, my God. We have so much with God, Brother Shannon, uh, uh, that we are not using these tools. But when we do put them in place and put them to work, they become mighty, mighty weapons against the enemy. And then the Lord is the calmer of storms. Psalm 107, verse number 29. Psalm 107, verse 29. And I do want to give honor to my overseer, Bishop Jackie Green, who compiled these names of God. And I tell you what, I have used these and I do. I pray them because God wants us to be sharp when you have to fight war. Because you know you're a winner, you got to have the right weapons. So God is the calmer of storms, Psalm 107, verse 29, and it says, He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. 
Remember when the disciples were going across the sea, when Jesus told them to go to the other side, they met with the storm, but Jesus walked on the water. He, he calmed the storm. He said, peace be still. There was another time he was in the boat. They were going across the water. The storm rose. The, the, the disciples were full of fear. They woke Jesus up. He just said, peace. And when they came to themselves, they were on the shoreline. God will calm the storm no matter what comes your way, no matter what you may be enduring right now. He is the calmer of storm. But what storms, what we must do, we must look to him and we must trust him. Even when things don't go the way you think they should, that does not mean that God is not with you. That does not mean that he doesn't care. That does not mean that he has left you. He has not. But God knows exactly what to do and he knows how to do it. So remember, he is the calmer of storms. And then he is our comforter, according to Isaiah 66 and verse number 13. Isaiah 66 and 13. I'm going to go there. Hallelujah. I hope you can go with me with the with the word of God here. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 66. Verse number 13 says, as one of whom his mother comforted, so will I comfort you and you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. Now, let me say this right here. The Holy Spirit is a comforter. He's a present help. He's an instructor. He will speak the things that God wants him to speak to you right at the right time. God won't leave you destitute. Remember, I remember that God will not. And so we have to stay connected with the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to know that no matter what, don't put your Bible down when things get heavy and, you know, uh, they're not going the way you might want them to go. Uh, Understand, he will be your comforter. He will strengthen you. He will keep you. Amen. No matter what you may be walking through. Okay. God is compassionate. He's compassionate according to Lamentations 3, verse 22. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22. Hallelujah. Let me get there. Sometimes my pages stick. (laughs) Oh, glory. Lamentations. Right after Jeremiah. Chapter 3, verse 22. It says this. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. God doesn't fail. He will not forsake you. He will not leave you. He's very compassionate. God is understanding. Come on now. Thank the Lord. Now he's he's understanding, but he also wants us to stand up. Doesn't want us to get in pity. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Don't get down in the mully grubs. No, he is compassionate. Amen. He was touched with the feelings of our infirmities. So he understands things we go through, but he doesn't want us to stew in things. So we must pick up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God is a covenant keeper. He's a covenant keeper. Psalm 89 and 34. Psalm chapter 89 Verse 34. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Now, there are many, many more 
I, I, I wish I could do them all, <laughs> but I can't. So we're just uh, following here the leading of the Lord. Psalm 89, verse 34. Thank you, Lord. Okay, here we go. Thank you, Jesus. It says, my covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. God is a covenant keeper. He does not break his covenant. And covenant is a binding agreement between two or more parties. When you make a covenant, you're saying, I will do whatever the covenant is. Okay. And so God does not break covenant. He keeps his word. Glory to God. And he's looking for us to do the same thing. So when you pray, glory to God, in this vein, thank God. God, I thank you. You are my covenant keeper. You will keep covenant. Your word is is true. And so when you declare it, when you decree it, praise the Lord. It's a mighty, mighty weapon. You want to keep your sword sharp. How can you wield a sword and cut when it's dull? Well, we stay sharp with his word. God's word cuts. It goes in. It does what it needs to do. Amen. Cuts down the enemy. And then when we're, we're, we're praying for people to be healed, to be set free, even as I look at some of these things here, when you're speaking to people, when they're uh, maybe be going through a hard time, maybe they're in a time of grief. Well, you can go to the word of God. And just begin to declare his word as a weapon, but also as a comforting, as a strengthening. Because God is a covenant keeper. He keeps his word. And even when people don't understand it, they may not understand why. They may not have all the answers. But the Spirit of the Lord is able to go further than we can. Uh, he can get in. He knows how to pierce. He knows how to, to get in those those areas put his healing uh, balm there, understanding, even if you don't have all the natural understanding, but God's peace. And that's another weapon. He is he is a God of peace. And, and that's way down the line here. But anyway, understand God is a covenant keeper. Thank you, Father. Okay, let's keep going. He is your defense. According, God is our defense. According to Psalm 94 verse 22. Psalm 94 verse 22 says, But the Lord is my defense and my God. He's the rock of my refuge. Number one, God defends. So you know what? That means I don't have to defend myself. You don't have to defend yourself. He will be your defense. Sometimes he will tell you, hold your peace. But if you fight it out and duke it out, you may get your little knuckles bloody, all of this and that, because you're taking it up on yourself to fight, to make your point. Sometimes, you know, we want our own point. We got to get our, our, our two cents worth in. Well, then the Lord can't defend you. Amen. So we want him to be our defense. That's a weapon. And then he's my God. That's personal. When you know who he is in your life. Hallelujah. And you, you, you're allowing him to uh, have the reins in your life. Glory to God. Then he, you're giving him permission to do that, that only he can do. And then the Bible says, and is the rock of my refuge. Now, refuge is a place of shelter. It's a place of security. It's a place of safety. So he's a rock. 
He's a sure rock. He'll put you in the cleft of the rock. He'll hide you be in the storm. Come on. He'll keep you from the currents. Amen. That may come your way. Glory to God. Won't allow those things to hit you. They may come at you and some darts may come. And you may get grazed. You may get hit by things. But when you understand that God is your refuge, he will keep you. Oh, my. He'll hide you. Come on now. He'll pull those things out, those darts out. Oh, my. We have to allow allow God, amen, to do the work. Amen. And when you find that you've been wounded, you've been hurt, glory to God, you get to the Lord. First thing you do is forgive, release, let it go. Amen. Let God bring the healing. And I mean healing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I mean, from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet and everywhere in between where there is no residue. My, my. Thank you, Jesus. Even sometimes we got to be cleansed from residue. That may be there things you're not even aware of, but the Holy Spirit, amen, will illuminate because when the light of God comes in, oh my God, it will reveal those little particles, those things that may be there. Hallelujah. But understand who God is, that he's your defense. He will help you and he will keep you. Another one, God is your deliverer. According to Psalm 91, verse number three, Psalm 91 and three says, surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Glory to God. Amen. He'll deliver you. Every snare, every trap, every trick, every plot the enemy will try to bring. God will bring deliverance. He'll let you know. Don't step to the right. Don't go to the left. Don't put your foot in that trap. Don't do that. Don't go to that area. Don't touch that. I mean, the Holy Spirit will quicken you. He'll bring deliverance. Amen. That's rescuing. God is a rescuer. That's another one. He is a rescuer. Oh, my. So much here. He's your deliverer on today. Glory to God. So understand God and who he is in your life. Praise the Lord. And then he's your El Shaddai, according to Exodus chapter 6, verse number 3. He's your El Shaddai. That means God Almighty. Hallelujah. He is God. Glory to God. So Exodus 6 and 3, it says this right here. It says, I and I appeared unto Abraham. This is God telling Moses, I appeared to Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob, and by the name of God Almighty, but by my name Jehovah was I not known to them. Now he is Yahweh. He's El Shaddai. He is the Almighty God. This is who he is. So when you can declare that, praise the Lord, you're allowing him to go before. You're allowing him to fight. Glory to God. But we have to declare. We have to decree. Amen. The word of the Lord. And God is looking for those that will declare his word, decree, decree his word, stand on it. Amen. Fight with it. Because when you do, I've heard of reports where uh, demonic um, agents like astral projectors go to neighborhoods. They try to go to to, to different places to uh, to to penetrate. But when prayer is going on, when intercession is going on, they cannot penetrate those lines. So this is why these weapons, beloved, are so important for you to pray over your regions, pray over your state, pray over your city, pray over your homes. Come on, declare the word of the Lord. Brother Shannon, can I share something with you I heard yesterday um, yes. in, in my home? Okay. In my hometown, you know, um, is and, and I may get in trouble for saying it, but oh, well. Uh, <laughs> 
in my hometown uh, is, is, is Kellogg country. And I did not know until yesterday why cereal was made. And when I found out, it really shocked me that the founder, the purpose of the flakes, the Kellogg flakes, was to was the was to um, keep, I guess, little boys from touching themselves. And the more I I heard the story, the more corrupt it got. And as I, I heard that, I said, oh, my God, I understand the curse that is on my town. There's a terrible curse over my hometown. And I didn't know why. And we often don't know really what's going on and why things are over our regions if we don't search it out. Now, I'm headed there in a few days. And the Lord said, you must pray over your town when you get there. You must pray to, to break these curses. There's a heavy spirit of death that not just physical but emotional mental i mean things just just have dried up and i believe that part of it brother shannon is because of the curse that was released through a company that is now worldwide and uh, many people eat the cereals now i'm not telling you all don't eat cereal i'm not saying that um, that's not the purpose. But when I found out the origin, the the purpose, and why some of these things were created, it shocked me, literally. And what I what I begin to see is the the immorality. And I'm going to study more of that out. So I'm bringing it out here. This is why we need to know God. This is why we need to pray. And sometimes we pray so surface, Brother Shannon. We don't dig it out. We don't find out why is this spirit allowed over this region? What is going on? And where did it start? And this is why even in your families, beloved, you got to understand if there's a generational curse, there's there was a beginning. And you have to sometimes get back to it. And if the Lord reveals things that you need to repent of, repent of them. Now, I'm going to dig this out a little bit more, Brother Shannon, to find out, okay, Lord, now you give me more how to pray. And so this is why I brought it out. Did not know why cereal, and there's other things involved in what they were, their plan and why these things were created, but it's very demonic, and I will say that. And so anyway, let me... uh, Brother Shannon, maybe you may have a comment on that. Um, I had heard sometime back he had a sanitarium. You would call it like that, a health resort, if you will. I'm looking it up, uh, Battle Creek Sanitarium, Battle Creek, Michigan. I don't know if he had multiple places or not, but he was kind of a curious fellow. Yes, uh, yes. I would be uh, like to learn more. Let me know updates on what you you find in researching that. There's no no telling more. What other bizarre things he was doing? Uh, I was at the uh, grocery store today, and I walked past the cereal aisle. My kids um, said, Dad, give me some cereal. And uh, the problem I have with that and all these cereals is many of them have been sprayed with glyphosate. Okay. And, um, mm-hmm. it's, not, um, it's not really safe to eat anymore. So yes. um, I, I passed the uh, cereal aisle <laughs> just today. Yes. Although I grew up on uh, cornflakes myself and Rice Krispies, everything else. Back to you, Raisin Bran. Yes. Yes. 
that you're right and let me say something about the sanatorium uh i remember as a little girl uh yes battle creek sanitate sanitarium uh big building it was a huge building and i had no idea you know what things went on there um but it the building itself is still there but they now have a hospital there and so there were a lot of researching all this kind of stuff that he was doing that i think the people maybe a lot of them weren't aware because i wasn't and not just because i wasn't but i believe that a lot of this was just not it wasn't a public knowledge and so again when i began to read about it I said oh my god i know where that that building is located <laughs> you know and so yes sir i am going to research this and i'm going to do a i'm going to do a a, a broadcast about it uh, or maybe even come on here if you allow me because uh, if there's something that needs to be exposed we're going to expose that because people need to know the truth of things. And so even with the cereals now, I don't I don't have any cereals here. And uh, I, now I really won't. <laughs> uh, but this is why we do need to pray. Let me just say this. We do need to pray about everything. And uh, we really do. And, um, and, and to get the mind of God. And so uh, what you eat, you better know that God wants you to eat it. A lot of things are contaminated. I saw a report on uh, food and how they're manufacturing food now in the labs, meat and things of this nature, claiming that it's good to eat. And so if you're, if you're in bondage to food, you're going to be in trouble. And one of the scriptures we just said, the Lord did not give us a spirit of bondage. So we got to make sure that we stay in link, in sync with God and that we really listen to the voice of God, what we eat, where we go get our food, the whole nine yards. All of these, what we're saying here, even in these weapons, God will give you wisdom. So if you're so uh, bound by things, you're going to be in trouble. So we have to be careful of that. Thank you, Brother Shannon. And I will keep you in contact with what I find out. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Let me go a little further here. I think we talked about El Shaddai. God is here. He's our God Almighty. And then he is everlasting to everlasting. Psalm 106, verse 48. Psalm 106, verse 48. Let's go there. All right. Hallelujah. It says, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. And let all the people say, Amen. Praise ye the Lord. So, you know, from everlasting to everlasting, he's God. Thank God. Hallelujah for that. And then God is faithful. God is faithful. According to Lamentations chapter 3, verse 23. Lamentations 3, verse 23. And it says this. They are new every morning. And I'm going to go back. I did read 22, but let's read them both together again. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. Verse 23, they are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. So, you know, every day with the Lord, 
gets sweeter than the day before. It's a new day. It's a fresh day. God wants to do more in our lives. Hallelujah. He's faithful. And I thank God for his faithfulness. Thank you, Lord. And then God is forgiving. God is forgiving according to Numbers chapter 14, verse number 18. Numbers 14 and 18. Hallelujah. It says, the Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression, and by no means clearing the guilty visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation. So sometimes there are things that, that, that people pay for, families even, curses and generational things because of the iniquity. And this is why God is you know, wanting us to pray, wanting us to get in his word, wanting us to really understand what's going on, even in some of the things that's happened in our families. And I believe, Brother Shannon, you know, Things just don't happen to happen. Now, there, you know, <laughs> even with me finding out what I found out about my hometown and, and all, and, 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 and I wouldn't have even thought about it had I not been going there and all this. And I, I brought up something else about a battle and about how my hometown was named. And that's how we found out about what was going on with, with, the, with the Kellogg Foundation and all of this. And so, uh, but God reveals things for a reason okay but he's forgiving yes god will forgive us and so in prayer we want forgiveness how can god bring healing if there's no forgiveness and if we don't understand why things are going on why curses have been allowed to run for so long so we have to understand yes god is a forgiving god Amen. But he visits those iniquities and those curses will continue on until we take authority and we find out, listen, this is what we need to pray about to get rid of it. Okay, let me keep going. And then God is gentle, according to Isaiah 40 and 11, Isaiah chapter 40, verse number 11. And this is what it says. Hallelujah. It says he shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arms and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. Now the Lord gently leads us. He's a good God. Hallelujah. He's gracious. And thank God for his gentleness. Thank God for that on today. And then God is gracious, according to Psalm 145 verse number 8 Psalm 145 verse number 8 it says the Lord is gracious and full of compassion slow to anger and of great mercy thank God for that so when you get down and you think you know you're low wait a minute God thank you that you're gracious Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your compassion. Thank you, Lord, that you're slow to anger. Come on. He's put up with us with all kinds of foolishness, but we should not use those things as excuses. Get rid of these things. Come on now. And of great mercy. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God for that. Amen. But we should not take the mercy and take that for granted. So we thank God for it. 
when he extends it, amen, make good use of it. And what I mean by that, change. Come on out of the things that God is wanting you to come out of. Glory to God. Okay. Thank you, Father. Let me keep going here. And then God is a healer. He is our healer, according to Exodus 15 and 26. Exodus chapter 15, verse number 26. And I love this scripture. When the Lord really revealed this to me, uh, the importance of divine healing and health and how he will bring us into that because he does not I don't believe God wants us sick, and I don't believe that that is the best for us. But we have things to do, too. We must follow his word, and this is what it says. He says, and if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes. Do we keep all of his statutes? That's a question there. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. We can walk in the healing and health that God has declared. Praise the Lord. I'm watching God do that. I'm watching how he will walk you through things. He wants you whole. He wants you healthy. He wants you healed, physically healed, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. God wants you well-rounded. It is God's will for that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. He wants you to walk in all the blessing and all the goodness of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There's so many more here. And then he is the I am, according to Exodus 3 and 14. He's the I am. Let's go there. And this is what it says, Exodus chapter 3, verse 14. God said to Moses, I am that I am. And he said, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. So you know what? He's your I am today. (laughs) Glory to God. He is your I am. Thank you, Lord. And then, you know what? God is jealous, according to Exodus 34 and 14. I'm going to read that. Isaiah, I mean Exodus, I'm sorry. 34, verse 14. It says this. For thou shall worship no other God. For the Lord, whose name is jealous, is a jealous God. Simply meaning He's not going to have anything before him. So God is first. He shouldn't be last. He should not be in the middle. We got to keep God in the right. We're in the right place. Okay. Now we also know he's our Jehovah Jireh. He will provide for you according to Genesis 22 and 14. He's your Jehovah Nisi, your banner, according to Exodus 17 and 15. Then he's Jehovah Shalom or your peace. Glory to God. Now, are you really walking in the peace of God? Are you being tormented? You know, when you say these things, shalom, shalom. Okay, we know it means peace now. But are you walking in it? Is he there? Come on now. Through everything you may be going through. Because really, it's one of the fruit of the Spirit is peace. And so, God wants us to have peace with us. Now, you can read more about that. Judges 6.24. He's Jehovah Shammah. He's there. Uh, he, Ezekiel 48, 35, 
He's Jehovah Tiskanu, our righteousness. Jeremiah 23 and 6. So read those and understand who God is. Amen. When you pray these, amen, I'm telling you, your prayer life will change. You'll understand, oh, I'm on God's side. Lord, you're fighting for me. We got to let God do it. All right, let me keep going. He is your keeper, according to Psalm 121, verse number 5. Psalm 121, verse number 5. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Okay, Psalm 121, verse 5. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. He will keep you. Hallelujah. Yes, he will. You may feel like you're slipping and falling and going somewhere, but the Lord will hold you up. Amen. He'll be right there. And not only that, he'll walk you through. There's some things in your life that'll come. You want God to take everything away, don't we? We all do sometimes. No, there's some things he says, no, you're going to walk through this. Glory to God. And when you get to the other side, you'll be better for it. You'll, you'll know God better. Trust him more and know who God is. Praise the Lord. And then he is the light. God is light. According to Psalm 27, verse number one. The scripture says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Now, we know that that fears of the enemy, God doesn't want us to be um, fearful. We got to understand who God is. Hallelujah. He will be the strength of your life. You do not have to walk in fear. Hallelujah. He is light. Thank you, Father. And then God is majesty. Psalm 145, verse number Five. He's majesty. Let's read that. Glory to God. It says, I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. Glory to God. When you lift him up like that, he's majesty. He's he's king of kings. Yes. Hallelujah. Jesus is king of kings and Lord of lords. God is sitting on the throne right now. Hallelujah. And Jesus is sitting beside him making intercession for you and I. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Father. And then God is never changing according to James 1 and 17. James chapter 1, verse number 17. And this is what it says. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of lights with whom is no variableness neither shadow of turning god never changes in other words he's the same yesterday today and forever what he said he would do he will do god is awesome beloved and then he is um, omnipresent Omnipresent, according to Psalm 139, verses 7 through 10. Psalm 139. Glory to God. Verses 7 through 10. And this is what it says. Though I walk in the midst of trouble. 
and 7 and 8. I have an error there. Okay. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou will revive me. Thou, I'm sorry, I'm reading 138. Okay. 139, 7 through 10. I got it right now. Okay. Psalm 139, verse 7. Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. He's omnipresent. Verse 9. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost part of the sea, anywhere you go, God is. He's omnipresent. Glory to God. There's nowhere that you can go. God won't see you. God won't know what you're doing. Come on. Amen. You can, we can hide from people, but we cannot hide from God. He's everywhere. And that's a weapon. Come on. He sees and he knows. This should convict us. Amen. To do right. Amen. Live right. Walk right and talk right. Thank you, Father. And then God is, he's a peacemaker, according to Proverbs 16 and 7. Proverbs 16 and 7. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. This is what it says. When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. Our ways need to please God. What we do, how we act, our conversation, our manner of life, we need to please God. And God will calm the enemies. He'll take care of those ones that need to be taken care of. But we got to be mindful to do that, that God wants us to do. Praise the Lord. So he is, amen, our peacemaker. Thank you, Father. And then God is a reconciler. He's our reconciler according to Second Corinthians 5 verses 18 and 19. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verses 18 and 19. Thank you, Lord. It says, And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation to say that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself not imputing their trespasses unto them and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation so when you're reconciled you're brought back in and God wants to bring reconciliation in our lives. Sometimes have to be through our families and things of this nature that things have been broken. But God is a reconciler. So when we pray that, Father, thank you that you're my reconciler. Hallelujah. And when things need to be healed, things need to be brought back in proper alignment. God will do it and he helps us to walk through it, helps us to do our part. Beloved, let me say something. When you do your part, then God is able to do his. So we must understand that it's very, very, very key. Now, there are many more uh, here in this area. I don't, don't have time to give them all to you. I wish I did. Praise the Lord. But God is uh, one that satisfies our desires. According to Psalm 145, Verse 16, Psalm 145, verse number 16, and it says, Thou openest thine hand and satisfiest the desire 
of every living thing. There's no one that can satisfy you like God can. He knows how to give you that peace. He knows how to give you that calm. He knows how to give you that resolve. But we have to depend on God and trust him to do what only he can do. Hallelujah. Then he is our shepherd, according to Psalm 23, that says the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Praise the Lord. He will lead you. He will guide you. He will direct you. God is faithful. Hallelujah. And then God is a sustainer, according to Psalm 3 and 5. And I want to read that one. Psalm chapter 3. Verse number five. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. It says, I laid me down and slept. I await for the Lord sustained me. He will help you. He will keep you. Hallelujah. He's your sustainer on today. And then, according to Psalm 119, the entire chapter, he's your teacher. God will teach you. His precepts, his principles, his ways of doing things. So I encourage you to study Psalm 119. Oh my, you could stay there for a long time understanding who God is and what he's, what he will do for you. God is trustworthy according to Psalm 44, verse number 2. Psalm 44, verse number 2. Hallelujah. Okay, it says, my goodness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield, and he in whom I trust, who subdueth my people under me. Listen, beloved, God is trustworthy. You can talk to him, you can confide, confide in him, rely on him. He won't fail you. Hallelujah. He won't betray you. He is very trustworthy. And then God is upright, according to Psalm 25, verse number 8. Psalm 25 and 8. Glory to God. Okay. Hallelujah. Psalm 25 and 8 says, Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore will he teach sinners in the way. So God will even let those that may not be serving God know what's upright, what's good, because God is good and upright. He will teach. Amen. God will show us where we're wrong. Show us even when we're right and encouraging. Come on. He's good and he's upright. And then this is the last one I'm going to do. God is worthy. He's worthy. According to Revelation chapter 4. Verse number 11, and this is what it says. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. I thank God for who he is in my life. And I pray, beloved, that you will let God be God in your life. I pray that you will, these ones that I've given you, you will pray them. There are many, many more. Praise the Lord. Uh, when we understand these powerful weapons that God has given, 
when we understand that the word of God is so powerful, we will fight. Amen. We war and we win. So we must uh, understand weapons of war by declaring the names of God. And when you do that, amen, you'll be effective. You will be able to tell the enemy, no. You will be able to speak his word because we have a voice even. And your voice is a sound that goes out. And when we declare that sound, praise the Lord, and we do it under the unction of the Holy Ghost, we'll be effective. Glory to God. When you fast, when you pray, glory to God. These are weapons as well. Amen. When you worship the Lord in spirit and in truth, when you prophesy and declare the word of the Lord, when you walk in unity with God and with the people of God, very, very powerful weapon when you flow in the word of wisdom, when you flow in the word of knowledge, when you flow in discerning of spirit. Come on now. Amen. Powerful weapons against the enemy. God wants us to walk in all that he has. When we submit to God, we can resist the devil and he will flee. Finally, when you're a covenant keeper and you've made up your mind, I'm going to keep covenant with God. I'm going to obey God. I'm going to do what God wants done. His will will be done and you'll see victory in your life. Father, I thank you for the word today. I thank you for each and every one that is gathered, Lord God, and I pray that you will stir the people of God, stir us up, Lord God, to pray, stir us up to declare your name, Lord God, as because there are weapons, and Father God, when we speak, and, and when we speak your word, Father God, you go and you do that, that is, uh, that you want done in Jesus' name, so I bind every evil, wicked, vice, of the enemy right now in Jesus name and Father God we pray that you will encourage your men servants and maid servants Father God we thank you for the word of the Lord today we thank you for all that you're doing we pray right now that you will move and have your way in Jesus name and Father God everyone that may be in bondage may be in fear hallelujah may be in doubt may be in unbelief I pray by the power of God that the word of God will bring conviction and Father God you will get in hallelujah and that you will minister as only you can in the mighty name of Jesus. Those that may be sick in their body, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would minister to them right now in Jesus' name. Someone that may be downcasted in their spirit oh, by depression, by oppression, we bind those vicious spirits now, and I pray, God, that you minister. I pray, God, you will lift them up in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you, hallelujah, that you are moving, that you are working. We thank you right Right now that you're going, hallelujah, to the east, to the north, to the south and to the west, all throughout the land, all throughout the world, ministering to your men servants and may service right now. Hallelujah. Pull down those vicious walls of the enemy, demonic structures, oh God, in Jesus' name. Father God, we thank you for the Holy Ghost. We thank you, God, that you are a reconciler. We thank you, Lord, that you are a healer. We thank you, Lord God, that you know what to do. You are a calmer of storms. You are our defense. Hallelujah. You are our covenant keeper. You are our Abba. We thank you for it, Lord God. And we ask that you continue to move. Continue, oh God, to let your perfect, complete, and all will be done in the mighty name of Jesus.
Jesus. We love you and we appreciate you, God, for all that you're doing. Oh, God, continue, God, that that you're doing in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you and praise you. Lord God, even familiar spirits, Lord God, pull them down. Close every eye of every medium. Close down these vicious spirits of Jezebel, Ahab, Korah, Cain. Close them down, Father God. And we thank you for victory. We walk in it today. We thank you for joy. We thank you for peace. We thank you for long suffering. We thank you for goodness. We thank you for mercy. Hallelujah. We thank you for temperance. Oh, God. And we thank you for the Holy Ghost. Refill us and refresh us today in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it all. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. God bless you all. We love you. Amen. Powerful word today. Uh, Sister Vells, give me the title again for the episode archive. Okay, Weapons of weapons of War, Declaring the Names of God. Fantastic. We'll get this up in the archive today. Now, Sister Vells, tell people about your broadcast and how they can tune in and how they can support your ministry, please. Yes, sir. So if anyone would like to uh, tune into our broadcast, Brother Shannon, go to Apostle Deborah Vales on YouTube. We're there Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. And if you'd like to support the ministry, you can go to Set Free Outreach Ministries. We have a donate button there. Uh, setfreeoutreachministries.org we have a donate button or cash app dollar sign Deborah A. Vales that's our cash app we have Zelly as well and that is apostle d50 at gmail.com that's our Zelly praise the Lord and so uh, anyone that would like to donate or give to the ministry Everything we get goes back to the upbuilding of the kingdom of God to continue to preach the gospel and do what God has called us to do right here in Blackwell, Oklahoma. And if you want more information, again, you can email us as well, setfreeblackwell at gmail.com. And we do thank God for all of you. One more time, the um, website is setfreeoutreachministries.org. God bless. Thank you, Dr. Vells. Honored to be here with you today. Have a great trip. And um, when I say great, safe trip. And may it be yes, um, used as an opportunity to bring some people to Christ in this time of uh, tragedy. Get them, our yes. prayers are with you. And uh, Godspeed, and we'll see you when you get back. Thank you, Brother Shannon. I appreciate it. And we love you, and we're praying for you as well, Brother. Thank you very much. And uh, You're welcome. keep that research up on Battle Creek. You're on to something there. I sh- <laughs> yes, sir. I sure will. And I, I'm looking forward to, to, to doing a teaching on this. Thank you, Sister Vells. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. God bless. Folks, we're going to save that program and be back in just a minute. Take a two or three minute break. We'll be right back. <laughs> 